This week on Tea with Queen and Jay, in the 1970s, Sweetback's badass song, Shaft, and then Superfly were considered the start of the exploitation genre, and almost 50 years later, with a new Superfly, a whole new Shaft on the way, and others in the works, do we still need exploitation? Should we survive on Black Panther alone? And is the real question, who's gonna save the hood? I don't know. It's Tea with Queen and Jay, people. Drink up. I don't know why what you call it just popped in my head. What? I wish I wasn't in love with Oh my goodness. <laughs> so you wouldn't hurt me. Okay. I don't know why? That's that's weird. All right. Well, welcome to Tea with Queen and Jay. We are two womanist race nerds talking shit over tea, dismantling white supremacist patriarchal capitalism one episode at a time. I'm Queen. I'm Jay, and this is Tea with Queen and Jay. Ew. All right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there's a third party in here. Yeah, there's and a- they knew to be quiet during yes. the hour. That should give you some hint as to what kind of person is in here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, yo, what's up? Nothing. What's up with you? Nothing. I'm good. Happy to be here. Excited. Yeah, I'm excited too. Good. I'm excited too. All right. If you would like to follow the conversation being had on this podcast, you can do so by using our hashtag, hashtag T with QJ. You can use it on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all of the things. Use it, use it. I noticed now that you could tag people on Instagram stories and then we are able to repost them. So, oh. like, when you do it on the X stories, maybe just tag us now and then we, because we usually share when you guys talk about the show on mm-hmm. the Instagram stories. So, you can tag us on there also, then that way we could just share them. Nice. Show me how to do that later. I'll show please. you. I'll show Thanks. I got you. I got you. Cool. Um, also, use the hashtag pod in so other people can know that you're listening to this podcast. That hashtag was created by Barry, the homie Barry. And um, yeah, we just want you to use that one too. Dope. Sounds good. As always, we're recording at the Indie Creative Network Studios. Be sure to check out their website, ICN.DJ, for new content every hour on the hour for us, by us, black shit. And you can come here and record your podcast if uh, yes. you're moved to do yes, so. Yes, yes, yes. This episode is a spot of tea episode. Um, this are episodes where we just don't have segments and we kind of just do free from. Mm-hmm. Yes, so that's freestyle, what this is. Freestyle, 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 freestyle. Okay, well, I have libations. You do? Yeah, you want to tell us what yeah, that is? Yeah, I'm going to let them know what libations are. Libations, and we pour some for the homies, the people, places, and things that give us black joy. Black so, ass, black joy. What are your libations, Jay? My libations are Juneteenth. Yes. Everybody who came through to our Juneteenth after work kickback, we yeah. had a fucking ball. It was yeah. a black ass good time. Lots of happy black folks, smiling motherfuckers, dancing motherfuckers. It was fun as fuck. It fucking turned into a conga line at some point. Yeah. Who does that? I was like, what is happening right now? The people now? we know. Somebody record that. It was a Soul Train line. It was very cool. It was just a lot. It was a good time. I mm-hmm. had a fucking blast. So libations to everybody who started that who came shit? through. Someone just randomly know. put me on it. And I, I was, feel like I saw it. I saw it beginning. And I was like, somebody record that. I was that. talking to somebody. And then someone pulled me and was like, get on the line, queen. Oh, my God. And I was like, all right. And That's then I was conga lining, I guess. Yeah. No, it was, it was a good time. I had a blast. Um, and thanks to our friend, again, the Drunken Photographer. Be sure to check out his Instagram, um, the Drunken Photographer. Yeah. Um, he's fucking dope. Fucking great. Always there. Always very supportive. So thank you so much. For helping us out on Juneteenth, yeah. Yeah, shout out to our DJ. 
Oh, that's right, yo. DJ Fifi Girl Wonder. Yeah, She's amazing. Yeah, turned up the whole time. Yeah, really dope time. Really dope time. That's my libations, too, because Juneteenth was amazing. Mm-hmm. I had um, a few shorties come through, and they oh, were civil. And they us. came at the allotted times and left. So yes, nothing. They came for their shift? Yeah, you know, right. it was pretty cool. With yes. the juggling? Yeah, so. Yeah. Very cool. Happy Juneteenth. Damn. <laughs> that's what's up. That's yeah. what's up. Okay, good shit. So we have another libation. Yes, we do have another libation. Jay and I. Yes. For guest on the podcast, The Black Eye Who Tips. Yes, with Rod and Karen. Yeah. What? What a good fucking time, yo. Man, it was a really good time. It I had was. Fun. It I had was. Fun. And I was so geeked that they asked us, they asked us to be on there because yeah. I was pretending that I like was secretly wanting to be on there without saying I want to be me. on there. Like I kind of want to, like, can I, I want to. Yeah, you would be in a podcast. Be on pick there. Me. A little bit. <laughs> just <laughs> yeah, a tiny bit. Are, just a are. tiny bit. Just a tiny bit. But yeah, we had a really, really great time. Mm-hmm. We played games. We did the queen and jay shit yeah. it was just like a really great blend of personalities i love fucking that fucking dope. podcast it's one of those podcasts that i can turn when i'm when i don't want to jump to depression because i always fucking <laughs> do that but it's one of those podcasts that i can just turn on and not think about anything and gotcha. i know something is going to make me giggle mm-hmm. i'm going to enjoy it yeah. i don't have to worry about i don't have to worry about anything any trashness happening i don't have to worry about feeling triggered in some way it's a very calm like for me it's soothing mm-hmm. i can turn it on at night you know what i'm saying i yeah. can listen to it at any fucking time it's, it's safe it's a safe yes it's safe, it's safe. Mm-hmm. they do mad episodes a week yeah i fucking love it i yeah. enjoy it they do reviews and shit yeah so they had us on there so yes. you can check out the episode when we that's right have we'll leave the link, the link to, to that in the, the show notes. notes i'm an idiot we were on the show and he was saying how they're having issues with itunes or whatever okay um and i tried to listen on itunes and it was broke and i hit him in his d i hit Rod his DMs like oh is that working God. as if he didn't just say that while just, we, were we had on a the whole show. entire conversation I about forgot that. look I, I don't listen I listened to it in iTunes it though. stopped it kept stopping and going looping back to the beginning so it's best to listen to it from the website so that's probably the link we should put in the oh, show that's notes that's so interesting I, um, listened, I listened in the um, it didn't iTunes. work for me I tried on cast I wonder too. when didn't listen it I wonder when that was play all the way through okay. I played it this, the, um, the same day okay yeah the next, the day that it potted, mm-hmm. I listened to it. And it did All right, that. so we'll put the direct link then to the website yes. so you can listen to it from there. Yeah, don't be like Queen. Listen to instructions. Wow. We had a whole entire conversation. Whole entire conversation. I went in his DMs, did the whole thing. And after that, I was like, oh, shit, I just did the thing that he said was annoying him. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you so much to Rod and Karen. We'll, again, leave the link to that in the show notes. Please make sure you're listening to The Black Guy Who Tips. Tips. Subscribe to them on iTunes. Um, all the things. Get all the things. Get on top of that shit. They're OG podcasters. We respect them. Yes. And we fucking love that show, and, yo. you know, it's great. Thank you for having us for on sure, your show. sure. Absolutely. Libations to y'all. Do you want to tell the people how to donate? Yes. If you would like to donate to Tea with Queen and Jay to help sustain and help with the progress of this podcast, you can do so by going to our website, teawithqueenandjay.com. Hit the donation tab and we give you there two options. Two. I was waiting for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so our first option is our PayPal 
PayPal is where you decide however much you want. Whenever you want to decide to give us money, you can go there and do that. There's no commitment there. And then we have our Patreon where we're asking for a little bit of commitment, you know, to show us that the love is real. Mm-hmm. Um, we only ask for $2. Two! Only $2 a month. You can give more. You can give less. That is up to you to choose. But we're only asking for $2. And that is a subscription where um, $2 is taken out of your account every month. That's only $24 a year. So those are the two ways that you can contribute monetarily to Tea with Queen and Jay. That's fantastic. And we got donation libations this week. Okay. Um. So we got new patrons. You want to give All us right. those? Yes, I'll get into the patrons. So thank you to Kaylin and Myra. Um, two new patrons and then we have a um, new patron from jazz and she also left a note um her note is is jazz from the unravel unravel podcast yes it was great to meet you jay at the bath ladies live show hey jazz can't make it to juneteenth event thought it was about time i became a patron to support the magic y'all create every week xo jazz thank you thank you also y'all be sure to check out unravel podcast they do like deep dives on fashion shit and will give you history on different types of garments and like origin stories also, they, and un- shit. they really unravel look at that look they, at do. Them. they do do they talk about velvet yeah they do stuff like that that's dope they do stuff like that so um yeah so definitely check that shit out thank you so much jazz we appreciate you um we also got mad paypal donations this week yeah, they thank was, you they all so much pouring it up that's right the homie courtney broke us off courtney says my donation is coming a little late sorry it's never too late to donate but thank you for a bomb time at juneteenth Thanks for the podcast. Doing it Bomb for the culture. Ass time. Oh, excuse me, I didn't see that because she yeah. actually put the stars yeah. instead of ass. We cuss here, so right, we do. So I didn't even register it. <laughs> um, thank you for the bomb ass time at Juneteenth. Thanks for the podcast. Doing it for the culture and especially for unwaveringly working to uplift Black women. And then she gives us the Wakanda sign and several Black the ass fists. fists, actually in all different shades. That's very kind of you, <laughs> Courtney. I appreciate you. For Shout out to the light skins in this in this. <laughs> Uh, wave yes yes courtney is dark skin but she she broke me off mm-hmm, a piece yeah. uh, by including me in this thank you so much courtney um looking forward to the next shindig thanks girl i appreciate you and then we got daniel daniel says i'm a new fan thank you daniel <laughs> we appreciate you and then drew comes back drew actually donated last week or the week before drew came back and broke us off and says i hope that your juneteenth celebration goes amazingly well may the libations flow thank you and he sent X- me a really nice uh-huh. that's right xo he sent me a really nice personal note that's cool i appreciate you and then big brother cousin Dashen from the Bronx says, greetings, Q and J. I'll try to be brief, but I've had a few. <laughs> <laughs> he actually, when he got to Juneteenth, he was like, hey, was my message okay? I was like, yeah, it was fine. He's like, I ain't want to offend y'all. I ain't know if I said the right thing. It's like, I don't remember being offended, so it was fine. I'll try to be brief, but I've had a few. I was listening to your latest podcast yesterday, and it occurred to me I'm late with my annual contribution. So I decided to double down this year, deconstructing and dismantling this white man's bullshit is hard work not only do you deliver weekly but you do so with vigilance humor and a dash of niggatry you are ready now correct from jay's optimism and honest vulnerability to queens no quarter and sincere i don't give a fuckness you do the work all while uplifting women of color so i don't just see it as just giving black women my money but rather paying two dope motherfuckers for their hard black ass work oh he said mfers he made that clear to me when i saw him as well so i said mf I didn't want to 
curse at y'all wish i could give more but a nigga got bills keep pushing dashen thank you dashen thank you dashen yes and nigga we got bills too we do we, we do. do so thank you so much and shout out to headley who actually showed up to the spot and just gave me a <laughs> handful a of money it's <laughs> <laughs> like wait this is my donation for the year here is your money. Thank you so much, Hadley, and thanks for coming to Juneteenth. We appreciate you. Mm-hmm. And then we got motherfucking gifts. We got gifts. We got gifts this Y'all week. Y'all fucking love the shit out of us this week. I feel very loved, very black and loved, which is its own kind of love, and I appreciate that. We got a gift from Chris. I think it's from Chris. Yeah. Tell me if I'm wrong. Chris, tell me if I'm wrong. And person who actually sent, sent this, this, tell me I'm wrong. But I think wrong. it is from Chris. Chris sent us some Brooklyn tea. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Jay has to open it and look. I do have to open it and look while I say some Brooklyn tea. Relax, relate, release. Yes, you get us. We do need that. And then a canister with tea in it. But is it also? All right, whatever. Yeah, I'm thank like, why you. is she doing this thank now? You. She's thank had the you. box. Thank you so much. How we long? appreciate that. And then Tony Shaw, who we're going to include this in our Pay Black Women segment later on in another episode. But I yeah. did want to mention, Tony Shaw has a company, um, House of Mosaic, and sells candles and wax melts and shit. So she sent us a bunch of that and a lovely note because she also included some postcards, not postcards, like um, greeting cards that her daughter some creates. Some postcards too. Okay, sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, her daughter, Perry Murray, dope greeting cards. Hi, Queen and Jay. I've enclosed four of my most popular car- candles for you to enjoy, as well as a few soy wax melts. I've also enclo- enclosed some postcards and greeting cards featuring my daughter Perry's artwork. Keep up the great work and blessings, Tony and Perry. Thank you. Thank you. And this whole box smells fucking delicious. And I'm here for these little stickers. And I'm here for these greeting cards and this artwork. And I'm fucking excited, Joe. Yeah, I am. I am. I'm excited. Yes. This has been nice. This was it a has. nice donation. It is. It is. It is. It is. Do you, before we get into the meat of this Bumbleclot show, do you have any announcements? Yes. I- you should do yours first. Okay, I will do mine first. This weekend, Saturday, I will be at Women in Comics Con. That's WinCon um, at the Brooklyn Public Library. That's Saturday, June 30th from 10 to 6 p.m. I'll be on a panel moderated by Foxy. Um, that panel starts at 12.15, so do not play yourself and get there late. 12.15 uh, in the afternoon? 12.15 p.m. Yeah. So it's like morning. I may miss it because I'm like morning. I have a brunch to go to. I wanted to see you. Aww. I wanted to see my friend. That's all right. Enjoy your brunch. I will be hanging out afterwards, roaming around, probably buying okay. stickers. I may find you roaming around. Okay, that's fine. Okay. I'll be there. I will be there. Roaming around, having a good time. And like I always say, um, if you don't go to the smaller cons, they won't turn into bigger cons. This is a black woman created con. So be sure to come to that shit. I'm very excited cool, about it. Cool, cool. What you got going on? So I am teaming up with the Vagistine Podcast. Um, Mix Vixen, my magazine, and Vagistine Podcast are teaming up to put together the Brooklyn edition of her sex trivia night that she does. She usually does it in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. But I made it so she could do it in New York. Yay! So we can talk about sex and shit. So it's an after work event, Thursday, July 7th, 6 to 10. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually, um, it's not July 7th, it's July 5th fifth um and we have basically i suggest you come with groups of friends because they're teams and if you usually 
you work better with people you know. I don't know, whatever. But um, we have prize packs, Babeland, Babe sex toys from Revive. We got stuff from Uber Lube. We got a lot of um, sex stuff sexy, um, sexy. sponsored and donated to us. So, you know, come get some shit. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's at Star Bar. The event link is in the show notes if you want to come. And it's a free event. Men are also welcome to come. I have a lot of men asking like, should I? Yeah, y'all fuck too, right? Uh, I'm shaking my head. Come learn some fucking things. Shit. But yeah. So Y'all can be places if you're not going to be toxic. <laughs> okay? It's a man in here. He's been quiet the whole, <laughs> whole time. You wouldn't even know. You wouldn't even know. You it. wouldn't even fucking know. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. You ready to get into the show? Yes, let's get into the show. All right. So, as I said, yes, um, we have a guest. A man. He was quiet this whole There's time. There's a man here. Wow, he's really good at that. So we've never had a man guest on this show. No, and that no, is no. by design. Yes. Because it's enough black women who don't get shine that we could talk to about different shit. Um, and there's really been no reason to have a man here. Nope. And probably still isn't today. But <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to talk about the film uh, Superfly, the remake, and black exploitation, and why and all the all the movies that I grew up excited about that I know are male-centered and male-centric. Yes. And so I wanted to bring a guy in to talk about that shit with me, a black guy. And I wanted to bring a black guy in that if I fought with while he was here, we, we would still be cool afterwards. Him. So yeah. I brought my cousin here. Hi, Marcus. Yeah. Hey. Cousin Marcus Cousin is Marcus here. is in the building. How you doing? I'm going to refer to you as Cousin Marcus. Okay, Cousin Marcus? That's cool. Okay. I like Cousin Marcus. All right. All right. Cool. Very cool. Very cool. Colloquial kind of thing. I like it. All right. Okay. That's Cousin Marcus. I might. That might be my new thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. You're the only Cousin Marcus we recognize. Yes, so that's ex- what's up. Exactly. Um, okay. So what kind of tea are we drinking? I am not drinking tea today, people. All right. Because I'm hot. Okay, that's cool. You got your water over there. Yeah, I do have water. Good, good shit, good shit. Hydrate, keep the haters away. That's important. Mm -hmm. Marcus, what are you drinking? Uh, We don't pump the products, right? No, we don't pump the products. I got some seltzer water. Unless it's black owned. Is it black owned? (laughs) No. No, no, no. Okay, all right. Pineapple lemon twist. Oh, exciting. Fancy. All right, all right. And I'm drinking coffee because this is our all-nighter. This is our all-night night, night. And I need to stay. I need to stay up and I need to stay energized. That's what that is? That big thing is coffee? Yeah, it's uh, like a coffee smoothie. There's like a banana in there and a bunch of other shit. Coffee smoothie? Yes, yeah, I'm not a coffee, coffee drinker. Yeah. I didn't know y'all do put bananas yeah. in your coffee. And well, shit. this is like it's a smoothie that also has coffee in it. So, so it's like a I'm meal doing. and a steak. Kind of, but I did also eat a meal. So here we are. Okay. okay. All right. Have fun in the bathroom later. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> you know we hold it all night <laughs> in this place. <laughs> we be all night. <laughs> <laughs> Queen, oh, what are your yes. pronouns? My pronouns are she and her. What okay. are your pronouns, Jay? Uh, my pronouns are she, her, and they. Cousin Marcus. Cousin Marcus. My pronouns are he, she, and uh, I don't know. He, she? Is that your pronouns? Well, You're I was playing games. To, I got a pink shirt. You do have a pink shirt. Are your pronouns <clears throat> she? Can I call you she at no. the next gathering? Okay, no. apologize. I'm sorry. Okay. Yes. <laughs> what are your pronouns? Already at the top of the show. See, this is why. This is why I had to be my cousin. We don't cousin. have male presenters. This is why I had to be my cousin, so I could be like, apologize. <laughs> um, what are your pronouns? He, him, and uh, his. Yes. Okay. There, yes. We go. there we go. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right, sweet. Queen, are you affirming anything for yourself? Yes, I'm affirming, as always, that I'm a bad bitch. Mm-hmm. I'm affirming that I am enough. Okay. And I'm affirming that... 
somehow, some way, the perfect hair will manifest and I can buy it and yes, attach it to my head. It will. I just don't know what to do next. All right. So. All right. I want to manifest. I'm excited that. for Sometimes, it. Sometimes, you know, you can, man- you can manifest superficial things. Of course. Absolutely. And that's what I'm doing. I so believe in you. I'm going to manifest that as well for you. Thank you. My affirmation is as usual, I'm not a lady. I am enough. I am cute. And um, I'm financially stable and abundantly healthy and wealthy. Yes. Cousin Marcus. Give us an affirmation. My belly will go away. (laughs) (laughs) I will get back in the gym. Okay. Okay. I will continue to pay my car note on time. Yes. Yes. And I will continue to raise my daughter uh, in a right and exact fashion. Yes. She does not fall in the pitfalls of society and all of that. <laughs> I was like, where, where, where is this where's going? going? Where's this going? <laughs> okay, that wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. You can stay. Thank you. <laughs> you can stay. You I know it's, uh, you, uh, you're getting oh, a little I'm nervous. holding my breath. I'm getting a little nervous. I'm like, where is this going? going? Keep her off oh, the pole? Like, yeah, I was I like, get it, but you? that's... That would be if okay. that's her choice. Right there we go. Hey. All right, okay, come yes. with it. Come with it. Okay. Okay. Cool. Thanks for that. So, like I said, yes, I was minding my business, living my life, living her black ass life, walking the streets of New York alone a few months ago, and um, I kept seeing billboards for Superfly with Trevor Jackson from Grownish, looking all adorable. What the fuck? And I was like, what is happening? Why is this going on? So for anybody who doesn't know, Superfly, the original was a 1972 black exploitation film um, about a drug dealer, occasional pimp named mm. Priest. It starred Ron O'Neill and it was a huge film. Um, I think it was the, was it the second black exploitation movie after Sweet Back something? We don't, um, we don't know. I forget, but Van Peoples, the first Van Peoples, um, he directed that first like black exploitation yeah. film, and then I think that this was the second one. But anyway, Superfly, the original, huge movie, important movie, yeah, and a great movie. And so I was wondering why in the good Lord's 2018, I didn't understand. Either. Why are we remaking this movie? I s- came across this happening again because mm-hmm. of Twitter. It was like an ad or something. Okay. And I was like, this reminds me of pork. I don't want to touch it. Like, <laughs> okay. I don't want to touch it. I don't want it near me. Uh-huh. I don't want to eat it. Yeah. What the fuck is this? Yeah. Why is Sometimes this I get so curious about shit. I'll be like, I have to, whatever this is, whatever is happening, I have to see it. And I have to like, I can I do that if it's on my white man's Netflix. Uh-huh. Usually. Okay. All right. But, you know, whatever. Okay. Well, anyway, I was like, I have to, it gave me feelings of nostalgia not for the original because i wasn't here for that but it gave me feelings of like new jack city which i also was too young to watch when it came out but like or maybe i wasn't born anyway but um Uh, i had to we can can skirt uh, past that you don't know where i was you don't know my life um but i did see (laughs) (laughs) that's my cousin market you do know my life (laughs) you do you do (laughs) 
But anyway, it reminded me of all of those films. It reminded me of New Jack City, which is another classic. It reminded me of Belly, which is a terrible movie, but another no, classic. No, it's not a classic. It invoked. It is Belly a classic. Belly is not a classic. It is a classic. Even Belly though it's a, a bad, classic. It's, it's a classic, classic. It's classic garbage. Yes, that's fine, but it is still a classic. But the, the trailer, especially once I saw the trailer to this new Superfly, it invoked all that imagery, and I know that that wasn't an accident. You know what I'm saying? Like the gold chains and just the way that it was presented it's like okay this is supposed to fit within that canon of movies and so i wanted to explore that and i know that those movies i find them to be very again male-centric yeah not i've always enjoyed them but they're not for me they're not with me in mind yeah. it's just one of those things that as a black woman i enjoy it because this black thing is happening but i know that my voice is not really in here nope. um so i wanted to know why especially 20, if you're not oiled up especially yeah. if you're not oiled <laughs> up this random and oiled if up. you don't have a 3c <laughs> curl pattern yeah all right so mm-hmm. i just don't fit in the game uh, me neither. okay me um and i wanted to have a guy on here sp- particularly i wanted to have a black guy on here because i know that's again who these films i feel like are marketed towards and i wanted to have a guy who was from new york like myself because i don't I, even think they're geared towards us anymore to what do you honest. mean towards us like who to, who's to us, the like, black man uh, who, who are they geared to cousin the Marcus. consumer who's the consumer? consumer we all know who the consumer <laughs> is. <laughs> oh that's one of those words for white people yes civilians citizens humans people the consumer those are white people exactly. all right well you're here because they used to be they used to be i feel like for black folks they did to enjoy and watch so yeah so i wanted to have a black guy here to help me answer the question why why mm-hmm. I, after watching it i don't know if i could tell I, don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't either i don't either I have, I have some i have some thoughts i have some thoughts on it all right so how do we feel about the movie so i watched it and i was entertained and i liked it because i was entertained but we could talk i guess more about what that means later um marcus what did you think <laughs> did you like how did you feel about it? did you like it did you not like it i liked the movie if i had to uh, it's a it's it's a rough one because it's heavy on style. It mm-hmm. has a lot of things that one would like in a film. Mm-hmm. If I was to go to see a film, like there's, you know, there's sex, there's guns, there's money, blah, 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 blah. But nothing, there was no pain of the hustler. There's no mm-hmm. pain of the ghetto. There was no pain of the struggle. Mm-hmm. I felt like it was just heavy, like style, like yeah, I mm, agree. You know, like even Superfly. I, I I don't even know if they were even calling him Super Superfly like that. They were, you know, calling were, him Priest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then they were kind of calling what they, I guess is the they style. said super, yeah, the style as Superfly, but mm-hmm. not like him as it. actually Superfly. But I like guess. yeah, I didn't really that didn't correlate. And then um, Priest, I just felt like he was uh, you know, just he was too uh, what the bouffant perm and the <laughs> 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 he looked like, like Johnny Bravo. Yeah, the Johnny long Bravo, right, right, right. Yeah, I just felt like I. We've seen all the imagery as far as videos uh, about, you know, the mud, getting out the mud, you know, oh, I'm in the streets for real, getting mm-hmm. off the porch, you know, like, and for him to be in that position in Atlanta, 
the mm-hmm. this mecca of the South, you know, where you know there's hustling going on and things like that. And for him to rise through the ranks with that, you know, that snapping finger bad bitch kind of, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like he, 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 wow. he was a bad bitch. Yeah. Wow. Like, yeah. Atlanta like, does have a lot of bad know, bitches. He was doing a lot so. of neck moving. He felt like he wanted to do a lot of neck moving. Like, uh-huh. That, that like, happened to who I am. Men do that in Atlanta too. That's funny. Well, just for anybody who doesn't know, we are going to spoil the shit out of this movie. We're not, we're not doing like a play by play or whatever, but if you're someone, if you're one of the four people left who intends <laughs> on seeing this film, because it didn't do well in the theater, we're not talking about it because it's fucking critically acclaimed. We're talking about it because I think it's culturally important to discuss. Because why is this happening in 2018? But uh, yeah, there was some neck rolling going on. I um, I I was entertained. The by thing it. that okay, if you look at the original uh, Superfly and this mm-hmm. one, um, it was very the original was very New York. Yeah, and I think even if you're not from New York, you saw how New York it was. Mm-hmm. I didn't see this Atlanta kind mm-hmm. of like thing. Like I didn't even hear Atlanta accent until like that scene in the casino when um his friend almost when that guy was like, "You ain't gonna walk away from the the um when they were gambling." Oh, Q, that's I the think first his name yeah, is. that's the first time mm-hmm. I heard an Atlanta accent, and that was like way in a movie. Mm-hmm. So it was like. I needed more Atlanta identifiers besides the strip club. Like, I get mm-hmm. that. Atlanta's like the strip club. Oh, Mecca. when he was saying you're not going to walk away from the table. Yeah, that's the first time I kind of, okay. like, heard a Atlanta accent. It was an early scene. Yeah. yeah, but it was... The movie has already been going. Yeah. Like, you're in Atlanta. Right, right And I'm right. not hearing Enough. Atlanta-isms. Okay. Um, but in Superfly, you heard a lot of New York-isms yeah. and a lot of that shit and a lot of mm-hmm. that existing. So it was like, why did you take this movie out of Atlanta, I mean, out of New York, uh-huh. to put it in Atlanta, but not do, like, Atlanta mm-hmm. the way it should be done? Mm-hmm. I didn't leave there kind of like, you know, like, think, like, oh, that city. I forgot it was in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, which was like, so why did y'all take it there? Yeah, that's true. That's true. I felt that a little bit. Um, except the strip club, I thought that was a good. I don't know. That was the I've only. Never been to that was the only that Atlanta identifier. Like right. strip clubs, that's what we do good. And then everything else was just like no, no Atlanta. But the Snow Patrol. <laughs> they was at a beauty salon. <laughs> <laughs> That's Atlanta. That's, that's very Atlanta. That was very Atlanta. That was very Atlanta. That was a beauty salon barbershop. It was. <laughs> I wonder though. I wonder though. So, like we said, all those movies, Superfly, um, New Jack City, and Belly, all of those were very New York and yeah. So I did think that when he brought it to Atlanta, um, director X, when he brought it to Atlanta, I did think it was going to be more Atlanta infused. But now I'm wondering if it's more, I guess, about globalization or how like new york now new york back in the day when those movies were going on from state to state we were a very different place right so we were wearing different clothes we were doing different shit now there are stylistic differences but like everybody across the country for the most part the trends are the trends i don't think so so. i I wonder if it's washed i wonder if the atlanta that he's presenting is like this could be any place kind of thing you know what I'm saying? I guess it could be, but I'm thinking of a lot of the hood web series that are out, like the ones that are from New York. Mm-hmm. You still know it's New York. Um, so there are, there are still ways to like see that right. in cinema, however you take that mm-hmm. in, if that's YouTube or whatever. So they're still able to do that. I just don't know why in this movie they didn't do that. Because mm-hmm. even when you look, if you think about Boys in the Hood, or movies that were in L.A., we knew they were in L.A., like... Mm-hmm. 
they're I, regionally specific. yeah you knew that you were somewhere else and mm-hmm. i didn't get that from this yeah at all even now i guess like dope which is a different type kind of different genre of movie mm-hmm. that was also very la and that was fairly yeah recent. so i yeah, guess it could be done if it matters to whoever even the show atlanta it. is very atlanta right, right. you know well, and it it's, it's, yeah. well yeah but i'm just saying like mm-hmm. the shots every chicago like you just we still see these things that are for whatever city or state or whatever mm-hmm. that they're doing in this movie they did not execute that well at all mm-hmm. like at all right that's interesting you were saying something to me earlier um marcus we were talking about black excellence and we don't talk about that a lot here because everybody is black and excellent yeah <clears throat> right but i think which that's your point though kind of that what was you my saying. point i was trying to say that i felt like there was a black excellent shellacking put on the entire <laughs> <laughs> Give me that black excellence. Yeah, the entire movie, like everything was. You know where were they getting these coats? I seen every kind of texture. Yo, text yo, I needed to know what weather it was because yeah. everybody had on a different. He yeah. got on a bubble. He got on a leather. He, he got, got on a shirling. He got he on got white gator. <laughs> this one got on mink. <laughs> this one got on alpaca. <laughs> Like, like what weather is this yeah it was a lot of fur uh-huh. collars a lot of fur collars mm-hmm. in that um yeah well so the original superfly motherfuckers was dressed yeah but it's still cleaner it's, it was still mm-hmm. cleaner it was and then it tailored was, tailored coats tailored suits and they were a little bit more low-key they had hats now they did have hats yeah mm-hmm. they did have hats but, but then i think because of new york Maybe I'm just thinking like a New Yorker. The the coats and stuff made sense. Mm-hmm. The different, I really was like, what weather is this? He's mm-hmm. wearing a fur. He's wearing a leather. He's wearing a bubble. Mm-hmm. He has no jacket. What? What the fuck is happening here? That's funny. So they were riding bikes and then they were having snorkels on. It didn't make sense. (laughs) (laughs) So they were black, excellently shellacked. So in their dress and what? What else were you saying? I think like even the last scene. It looked like a Ciroc commercial. They all had <laughs> the boat on the end yeah, of the guy. Exactly. They had the bottle strategically placed mm-hmm. right on the table. Mm-hmm. Not to say that movies haven't been doing product placement or whatever. Right. But, you know, if this is going to be a remake, there should be some kind of um, commitment to the, you know, just stylistically. You, you didn't really have any of that in the original. Mm-hmm. I know you got to pay the bills. Right. But yeah. just, you know, try to keep it a little bit more low key. It just was just, it just looked very. I, th- very I, f- showy. I assume that they were trying to be a little more like, even though it wasn't, but have more of a 007 look or more of a like mm-hmm. the glamorous part of this. Mm-hmm. So they didn't want to be on the streets. They didn't want to be like, I guess these people were past that. Or right. So something that. So let me, let that's why that was happening. Yeah. Something that um, Director X says. So in the original movie, Superfly, one of the opening scenes, he is a junkie like robs him or whatever. Right. So he gets hit over the head and robbed by these two junkies and he ends up chasing one, which I love that running scene. He's, He's running hard. He was <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what is this? Why are they running so fast? Yeah, so he ends up chasing this junkie and he chases him all over this. It's a cool scene and his hair's flowing and shit like that. And he finally <laughs> catches him and beats him up and he grabs his money or whatever. Director X said that in 2018, he didn't feel like somebody at that level who was pushing that amount of weight and had people under him would be so close that a junkie would rob him, right? Yeah. So he made his rivals other drug dealers like semi at his level, like yeah. who would be in his circle or mm-hmm. whatever. So I think that's why I was also removed from a lot of that grit. But I think your point 
about um, black excellence, what you were saying earlier is I kind of, you said something about what are we aspiring to or what's the, yeah, what is it? What is the definition of it? You know, mm-hmm. I just feel like there's so many different ways that people are hashtagging it, mm-hmm. you know, black excellence. Oh yeah. That's black excellence girl. Oh yeah, girl. You know, uh, your yeah. edges, your edges <laughs> is lit, right? Yeah, that's ooh, black, that's excellence. black excellence, right there, right? Girl. right you know right. what I'm saying? So I just feel like the definition of it is being lost, and uh, we're getting a lots of you know things. We're being deluged by a lots of things that have the the hashtag of black excellence, mm-hmm. but we're not really fact checking anybody to be like, well, what's what's making that excellent for us? Mm-hmm. You know, what yeah. are we gaining from that as a people? What did we gain from Priest and his lady, you know, <laughs> surviving uh, the, you know, all the twists and the trials mm-hmm. and the tribulations and then ending up on a boat going whoever knows They were where. in Montenegro. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and then Eddie's still, Eddie, Eddie still, Eddie's still throwing dice right, in the casino. Right, like, right, well, right, well, right. What, what, okay, so what did we aspire to? Because right. basically, all right, you still rich? All right, you still getting money? You still selling drugs? <laughs> <laughs> like, when... <laughs> Where did right. we go? Well, that's mm-hmm. the thing. So, one of the tenets of black exploitation. So, this follows in that tradition. What that is that is getting over on the man, right? So, back in the day, the original Superfly, and also something I thought was interesting as I watched the original and I watched interviews, it seemed like that energy of that character was the same energy in the way that we look at like Black Panther now. You know what I'm saying? So, like back then, we didn't have enough films that featured black men doing their thing right so black exploitation he's getting over on the man um he's selling drugs but it's explained that he's doing this to work around the system of white supremacy and take care of his family and shit like that so yes of course aspects of the community are being destroyed but we see at the t- at the head of that are white hands and white folks who are flooding the community with drugs yeah priest's goal is to get out of the game and stop doing that before he kills somebody or some shit like that or whatever mm-hmm. um so when that came out back in 1972 people were looking at ron o'neill the actor who played that role as a hero and as a lot of the ways that we look at chadwick boseman like that that nigga is our king you know what i'm saying so it was that similar energy that nigga is our king that nigga <laughs> is our king <laughs> <laughs> nuance <laughs> um so i think that that's that's i guess that's a part of what my question was about like why do we need this now and i think what i got from watching it is that there are still people who are who live that lifestyle who are selling drugs as a means to work around a white supremacist system Mm -hmm. what i what i liked about it is that they were you know selling cocaine you know what i'm saying it wasn't like i mean i guess you could ruin your family and your life over cocaine you can you can. I, I I kind of hate that people think the only drug that affects black people is crack. Well, no, I wasn't thinking of black of people in particular. I'm okay. I'm just thinking of the nature of the drug. Like I feel like there are more functional cokeheads than are of, of any race or kind or whatever than there are functional crackheads, meth heads, you know, heroin addicts or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that what do you what do you say, Marcus? Yeah, I agree with mm-hmm. that. So. Yes, he was still selling drugs to his people or whatever, but also I saw the element of like working around the system and then within the black exploitation model, um, getting over yeah. on the white man. He kicks that white cop's ass at the end, which I live for and scream yeah, throughout the whole it. thing. Yeah. I would have liked to see him um, knock his teeth out. 
knock his teeth out Mm -hmm. and i would have liked to see so they took down two white people i would have liked to see take down more white cops like give me bigger black exploitation or whatever i agree but um agree and i didn't like that white woman we weren't supposed to as soon as i saw her i was like white feminist (laughs) me too me too like if it was you know when i used to do that in movies it would have been like white feminist like it would have did that that would actually be a perfect black exploitation like song right there white feminist that would be every time she comes on um but just to give a real quick because we didn't we kind of just started talking about the movie but just a real quick synopsis um trevor jackson's character young blood priest is a drug dealer he's trying to get out the game (laughs) (laughs) he's trying to get out the game and so um as in the original he needs he needs to re-up on like a lot of drugs he wants to be pushing more routes he can make more money do a quick money grab and get out the game corrupt white cops get in the way of that and whoever his actual um supplier is also wants to keep him in for life because once you're selling drugs they want to keep you Mm -hmm. you're the person you don't get out unless they kill you and so he has to get over on all these people who are trying to keep him in in order to get out struggles of a criminal the struggles of a criminal and he beats that beats that white cop's ass at the end so you guys uh, y'all like that scene i did i thought it was cheesy Oh, okay. but I thought th- like the people in the theater I was with, they enjoyed it, so I got why they enjoyed it. Yeah. But I thought it was Curl, bouncing, and <laughs> so I, I loved it. That was I fucking I thought it loved was that shit. I screamed throughout the whole thing. He looked like Beat on, cops ass. He looked on Viv it. to me. Oh, he did beating somebody. He did look like on Viv. Like I enjoyed a lady. That. Like a lady. <laughs> it was cheesy. It like was a lady. Cheesy. But that I was, thought a lot of the fight scenes were cheesy. Actually, I was like, who choreographed mm-hmm. these fights? Definitely cheesy. But I. I enjoy there's an element of people enjoy that there's an element of um, people enjoy cheese yeah it's it's not i think i think to for me if i were looking at that like if it was supposed to be and i didn't feel like i didn't feel like they were selling it to me as serious either you know what i'm saying you mm-hmm. gave this guy a perm we joke on his perm the whole film it to me this is supposed to be the bouncing of his hair or him stopping to fix his I hair it's supposed to be comedy the whole i'm time. a person who has had a relaxer and i've had fights mm-hmm. how his edges didn't even get frizzy nothing like how is how he's super fine no you you fighting you fucking somebody up your edges are gonna get you're gonna get frozen i don't go to the movies for that I don't go to like, I need some real Your shit. hair better stay mm. laid. That's not why I'm at this picture. No. Okay? I'm yeah. here. And then a real fight. I'm here. I don't want to see a real fight. A real I'm fight. here to see the, the <laughs> hair bouncing. How you don't take advantage of the hair bouncing? Pull that shit. Like, I don't understand. I, I don't understand. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the it. Fight so, supposedly it was Trevor Jackson's idea to do the um the, the straight hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a blowout. It's a blowout. But to do the straight hair. Oh. That makes it even worse. It's a blowout. Well, he's got it shouldn't have been so straight. He no, he would have a blowout. A blowout. You sweat a little bit from fighting. You're, you're gonna. Uh-huh. It's gonna happen. At least it wasn't a man bun. Up. That was that would have been um, terrible. I don't believe Superfly in Superfly man bun. No. You wouldn't like that. No. Buns don't have genders. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Superfly ponytail. <laughs> that's what you call it. A Superfly. Superfly bun. Bun. I just call mm-hmm. it a bun. Superfly bun. Because mm-hmm. it's a bun. Shouldn't be a man bun. Yeah, it's just a bun. Was well, a bun on a man? Yeah, but anybody could wear a bun. Is that a man shirt? Is those man shorts? Are those man a, sneakers? This is a men's sweatshirt. Yes, but you, they don't say. Well, you know, it's a lot of it's a lot of it's some clothing companies that are degendering clothing. Oh, they'll say like a different type of cut, or it's this cut or that cut or whatever. Because anybody could wear clothes. Well, yes. Yeah. See that? Mm. Look at that. I feel like I'm. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> <a> trap. <laughs> 
You knew what the trap was before I'm you got here. Out. <laughs> you knew. It's not a trap. You oh just learned. Gosh. You just learned you something. <laughs> That's it. Learn you something. Oh gosh. Um, I d- I would like to say that I found priest so boring, mm. so boring. And I and I'm looking and I'm like I'm so over the deep drug dealer who is like fake deep yeah. and noble that and is. reads the 48 laws of power mm. and plays chess and is strategic and that's why he doesn't get like shut up like that whole like deal is just like played and whack and like nah mm. like mm-hmm. right i agree like, i want to see struggle i want to see pain i didn't see any of that with yeah he was like priest. one yeah he was just like one note like he mm. didn't have a personality like why do these people, why do they, I don't even understand why they was afraid of him. Like, I don't understand why they was afraid of him. I didn't understand why them bitches was fucking with him. I didn't understand any of that. You know how usually it's like, oh, all right. I didn't, I, I didn't get any mm-hmm. of that mm-hmm. at all. I didn't get it either. Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to try and compare his struggle to the struggle of Priest in the original, but we did see more struggle in the original. He He's conflicted. He's like, I thought this is what I wanted my mm-hmm. whole life. And now it's proving to be empty and I need to do. Yeah, there wasn't a lot. There wasn't really any of that. Yeah. in this. He was just like, I don't want to I don't want to kill anybody. I don't want if I stay in this longer, I'm going to end up killing somebody and I don't want to do that. And yeah, that was pretty much it. I yeah. get. Well, because also, so I guess I so guess flat. at this point, we're just supposed to assume that people and I guess that goes back to the black excellence and the 48 laws, laws of power. We're just supposed to assume that niggas want to get out the game. Yeah, we're just supposed mm-hmm. to assume that that's the good and right thing to do. Mm-hmm. But the movie didn't really tell us what was his conflict and why now do you want to get out and why? Yeah. What's the struggle? Yeah, I guess, I guess we were supposed to look at their clothes and be like, look, they're getting a lot of money out here. Like, <laughs> enough is enough. That's the struggle. <laughs> all, all of this capitalism. Right. How many fur coats can you buy? I guess. <laughs> right. I guess, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. So I, this, I was not into his character at all. Mm-hmm. But in the Superfly, the original movie, I kind of... If you don't bring me my money tonight, <laughs> I was somebody's bitch is going on the street. Yeah, yeah I, was I was more into that. It I was believed more, him, too. Yes, yeah, yes I was, did, too. I understood why he was Superfly and, yeah. like, why the streets respected him and all of that. Mm-hmm. This, I did it. I'm like, why y'all scared of this guy with his gold chain and his black leather coat? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. he looked like, why? I just did not... Yeah get it i think it was supposed to be like nerd knowledge so like he knew he had information on everybody and he knew oh i know where your mother lives we'll kill her like that type of Of thing of course you knew because you got money for a pi like nothing nothing you're doing is it was just such a i don't i don't know karate (laughs) well the original superfly he knew karate yeah a lot of those movies or martial arts i'll say they was doing jujitsu in this movie but Mm -hmm. you saw him training though not with like, I th- you know what it was? Right. That, that wasn't a training, training session in this one. No, yeah. He was just going to chop it that up That was with just him. macho, right. man. And that's another thing that I noticed in these men, um, I guess, drug pen movies. Mm-hmm. They always, like, have to explain the game with, like, animals or, like, mm-hmm. chess mm-hmm. or, like, fucking old ass parables and shit mm-hmm. like just be like this shit is hard like i don't like it's they always try to like get deep with it and it's i, I don't know i'm just what felt like saying shut up like mm-hmm. we all like we all know this yeah oh, a lot of us know this hmm. i don't know especially i'm thinking of that fight scene that priest had when he went to see um his old sensei 
but also the person who put him in the game. I can't remember his name. Scatter. 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 Mm -hmm. And it was like, that could have been a discussion, but it was like, we have to see who is the most macho and who can Mm. pin each other down on a mat to have this conversation. And it was just like. Mm -hmm. And the original, um, his interaction with Scatter in the original was was so much different. It was Mm -hmm. a lot more depth to it. Yeah. And and it's it's weird because the amount of screen time that they had, it was so much less Mm -hmm. than the amount that in the new one, Priest has with Scatter Mm. in this one. But you can just see how deep yeah, how how real acting and right. real writing and stuff was when when he was like that. Of course, I came to you. Mm-hmm. You yeah. always been the big man. Mm-hmm. I, I was like, damn, yeah. <laughs> he really probably put him under his wing. I was like, yeah, yeah. You know, he probably had yeah. priest probably doing putting in that work. Yeah, I agree with you. I didn't feel that. You're right. I didn't feel like that. That that was in the mm-hmm. first one. It was just like men rolling around the mat. Yeah, yeah. Now it's making me sad. And then when we saw the flashback. And that was like, oh, that's why. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, that's why. The flashback was mad weak. He was catfishing it. Yeah. yeah, but this okay. So this goes back to what you're saying. <laughs> that makes him all right. So basically, for anybody who doesn't know, right? So Scatter is the OG, and the Scatter is Young Bloods Connect. We know that that's that's who he gets his drugs from. Right. But Scatter is closer to the main connect, and the main connect, of course, is the Mexican drug lord or whatever. Right. Right. Um. So he's trying to. He wants Scatter to give him more supply so that he can hurry up, sell that shit and get out the game quick scatter is like nah and so he ends up going working around scatter yeah. or whatever um but it goes back to what you were saying in terms of like this notion of black excellence right so we're supposed to be as an audience so hung up on oh he's got knowledge oh he's a smart black guy as opposed to uh, what we would normally think of a black guy or right or what we would normally think of an organized you know black guy drug dealer or whatever he's supposed to be so excellent and so smart that that's supposed to be the answer to everything you know what i'm saying and that's what makes him special i guess right for me annoys that's what makes him super fly yeah Mm -hmm. but that annoys me because to have organized crime, there has to be some kind of organizing. You gotta be organized. <laughs> like, that, it's a given that you yeah. be smart. So that's that's that happens. There's yeah. nothing like special happening there. Um, mm-hmm. At least to me, there was anything special happening there. There's motherfuckers in the streets like that mm-hmm. who are smart and do right. these things. They're just using just because they're not using their smartness in the classroom doesn't mean that that stuff mm-hmm. is void or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um. It seems as if for this movie, that's what made him special. That's what made him stand out. That's what made him be so successful. And that's why Scatter kind of like picked him out amongst everyone. Everyone had blackberries and anyone could (laughs) have catfished anybody. Like nothing special fucking happened. Mm -hmm. I guess, well, I I don't know. Nothing happened. He was dedicated and shit, but... He's just nosy. He's a snooper. Yeah. Not a fucking a, business. That's yeah. a snooper. He's, he's, he's just fucking nosy. I know all your business. He sounds like a fucking housewife of Atlanta. Oh, I know all your business. He's he been talking to him for a month. So what you was doing for that whole month? Exactly. What, what you was texting him? He a housewife of Atlanta. <laughs> gossiping. Being Maybe. in people's business. And shit. They were organized and smart like that though in New Jack City too. And it wasn't treat. It was like... They were in New Jack City because they had the, um, whatever the houses, what what was it called? What was the, the house? Carter. The Carter. Right, mm-hmm. right. So they had the Carter set up with all of the, it was high That's tech That's actually in Harlem 116. Yes, yeah, Graham Court. Yeah. Um, Those apartments in there are bad big. Okay. Have you been in there? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Oh, They're mad big. Nice. White people scooped them up probably by now. Probably. I would love to go in there. It's a landmark now. So it's a historical landmark. Mm-hmm. They can't take it down. 
one building they can't take down <laughs> <laughs> but anyway in new jack city they also um showed us like their intelligence and their smarts and shit like that but it wasn't treated like special oh. you know what i'm saying it was like niggas to this is this is what's going on and this is how you run and organize Open organized crime, crime and shit like yeah. that well actually it was his girlfriend that helped him organize everything it was his girlfriend but and the brother from the bank the brother from the bank was wasn't that Christopher Williams? Yes, right, right. Still well, another black they man just, though. They they Ooh. help with the embezzlement and stuff. Like there's still lots of lots of pieces to that. Yeah. So like they still were smart and organized things too. Mm-hmm. They just help clean their money and make it like something. Well, remember else. right before uh, Nino poured the champagne on uh, the cancel that bitch. This yeah. bitch is canceled. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. he said. Talk you know, about- you gave me a couple books or whatever. You know, you can, you show me a couple things how to organize or whatever with the brothers. But uh, <laughs> 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 I do. Oh my God, yeah, you're right. I do. I told you I could do the whole movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, that's true. But he was still, I don't know. I felt like he was still smart. I think he was smart enough to have the right product and the right muscle, mm. mm-hmm. and we were able to see that mm-hmm. you know with the people that Dutterman, uh keisha rockabye right. baby you Rock-a-bye, know you, baby. you see the yeah. work getting put in you see them rise up and you see why mm-hmm. mm. like with this whole film right here you don't see, see any why of right. you know and i feel like that's partly because you know hype with belly and little X with this one. The They're music video the, guys. Yeah, and they yeah. only that's what I think. That they could only know how to do the the money shots and that's, that's it. it. They don't they know, know how, how to, to build make the it, story. They, may, they know how to make it they, look good. And, and that's it. That's it. All right, well before that's we get into it. <laughs> money, 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 money. <laughs> money. Do you know what this year is? Um, what's this year? Well, it's 2018, but do you know what 2018 is all about? what every year is all about yeah but like giving black women your money yes give black women your money hashtag pay black women yo okay okay so So. how do they give black women their money well they can start by giving us their money oh yes yes we do this dope ass women's race nerd podcast every motherfucking every week sometimes twice um, a week yeah yo (laughs) and we could use your loving motherfucking donations Um, we definitely can absolutely so how can you do that you can go to our website tvqueenandj.com hit that donate tab Mm -hmm. we have two options there two two you become a patron or you can just donate through PayPal. Yep. You choose. We mm-hmm. give you a choice That's right. on how you give us money. That's right. If you want to donate via Patreon, we're asking all of our listeners to break us off $2 a month. That's $24 a year. And if everybody who listens does that shit, we will have everything that we need to do everything we want to do for this podcast. Everything. And if you love us so much that you want to break us off a one-time donation, a multiple-time donation, or if you don't like the, the once-a-month kind of system, you can go to our PayPal and give us any amount of money we will take that shit we will love that shit we will appreciate that we shit will use that shit that's right so once again tea with queen and jay.com hit the donate tab and choose your donation method of choice oh my god we're gonna get money again <laughs> all the time yes before we get into full-on fucking slander um yeah, i don't want to bash this him. is not right but this is not belly belly is a disaster 
I, I, I just want to say Belly is a fucking disaster. I, I watched say, it again recently for this. It's a I want to say I've disaster. been saying Belly is a disaster for a really long time. Yes, you have. And Jay's like, no. You have. Because she keeps hope alive. It is a classic. It But is it is a fucking disaster. Horrible. So I watched it again. I do... I do love that opening Welcome, scene. Welcome, friend. Thank Welcome. You, thank Welcome. you. The opening scene in Belly, if y'all haven't seen Belly, the only reason please to be watch sure it. to watch it. Google Belly movie. Apparently, yeah. it's a rapper or somebody. One name named Rob. Belly. Do you Why? know? Why? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Why? Yeah. When they know. robbed the tunnel, that's the only scene one. Right. But it is it is a classic, beautifully shot. You know, there's a belly it's an too. amazing scene. There's a belly, too. Did it happen? Yeah. Yes. With the game. It's terrible. <laughs> I didn't what? watch that either, but I mean, I didn't watch that at I all. I thought it didn't happen. And it has like zero correlation to the prior movie. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't need this. We could edit, edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but anyway, no, that opening scene is a fucking classic. That's it's, it's, Sony. it's really. Because it's a video. It's a music right, video. Right, right. But it's, it's a lot of shots. Yes, the that scene is flawless, but it's a lot of different shots in that movie mm. that are. Uh, well shot and like worth yeah, they looking have really at great money exploring. shots even in even in Superfly there are good money shots that are just right. like but really I brought up Belly because Superfly this is not as bad as Belly it's important that we say that mm. really mm. really the both of you with this <laughs> was, Belly is bad Belly is horrible I'll There's say nothing. Belly is bad Belly has redeeming qualities I think Right, but I feel like this Superfly, at least there's like some action, there's comedy. Like, I feel at least like we, we got a car chase. We got mm-hmm. a car chase. We got these niggas walking around in white. When I don't understand how their white clothes stay white. That's why time. it's funny. I don't That's why it's funny. Understand. Even when they're in the fire. Yeah. Yeah. Gonna come out a little dusty. Right. You know? No. White. When white. Eddie turned on him and showed up in that white, I'm like, this is comedy. Yeah. This is entertainment. I'm entertained. It's I better. Know. It's better than Belly as a movie. It holds it holds together better than that. Come on. I don't know. Be kind. That writing. That 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 really? writing. It's not. Y'all not. haven't watched Belly recently. It's it's, it's really it's really like it's terrible. Like I almost don't want you to watch it again recently. I don't want you to. Oh, don't, I didn't. When you was like, oh, I'm revisiting these films. I'm yeah, like, I just not, needed to. Well, you know what? If I, I hadn't, if I had not revisited it at this age, I wouldn't realize how bad it was. Because I, I always knew it was bad. I always accepted that. But it's like it's horrible. I but what what parts are bad? Bad like that. I what mean, parts are bad. I know bad. the mo- the movie is bad. Okay. It's a bad movie just for. If you gotta stack it up against like a good movie, <laughs> <laughs> or but just a if fine, it stands a alone, movie. if it stands alone, and you just have to judge it by itself, mm-hmm. I, I I don't know if I would give it a failing grade. But it it would fail. Belly the whole movie. So here's the other thing about these films is that it's a lot of like testosterone driven stuff, right? So like empty all the negative things that we associate with testosterone is like that, right? So like a lot of Belly was just we a bunch of niggas and we cursing right now. Yeah, I'ma shoot you right now. (laughs) Yeah, nigga. (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. And let's go to Africa. (laughs) Africa. Yo, do you know how many times they say that? Bad times. They say that. I th- I thought I remembered it being twice. They say that shit like seven times. Yes, it's mad times. Oh, when we got to Africa, <laughs> it was beautiful. <laughs> what the fuck? That is horrible. That movie what is horrible. the fuck, yo? And then DMX says a line that I think is the most famous line in a movie that no one remembers but me. This motherfucker says, fuck a book. <laughs> like, oh, no, I remember. 
Fuck a book. Fuck a book. I remember. <laughs> I remember. Get that, money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's y'all. Cl- that's y'all classic. Is this your classic? <laughs> it is. It's a classic. There's a lot of quotables. Yes. Yes. It's classic for that reason. For that reason that we all remember that opening scene. The graphics are classic. They're classic elements. Or even the fact that it is a fucking disaster. But when I see ads for this new Superfly or a lot of these gangster movies now, you can't forget Belly. Like, none of us are going to forget that that shit happened. None of us are going to forget that opening scene or the classic or even what's her name Keisha in the show being oiled up and everything well right Keisha the only being time she wasn't oiled was when whatever. she got arrested when she was in um right she, she was supposed to look dry when she was in lockup yeah up. I was like yeah. yeah I would be dry in there too mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah but does that redeem the crap not for me if we make it look good not for me no 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 it doesn't it's terrible but uh but I, I'm saying as far as um Superfly Superfly and Black Excellence mm. is that if it looks good is it good is it good no No, it's not but i feel like so much of what we deem now as hashtag black excellence is just well it looked good so you so this film reminded you of somebody's instagram feed yes okay it reminded me of a ciroc commercial it was a ciroc commercial right that no matter how we got here this is good this is excellence yeah you know what that movie was actually a really long Ciroc commercial. Yes. Mm. Like, really long. <laughs> was it that much Ciroc? Huh? No, I'm just saying. Just like, the look of it. Yeah, the you know how it was. Yeah, it was just like, mm-hmm. yeah, it really could have been a Ciroc commercial. I'm telling mm-hmm. you. Yeah. I think that's okay. what it should have been. Right. Definitely. Right. I was feeling like that <laughs> until he beat that white man's ass. So, basically, in this film, there is, in the new Superfly, there is a scene where Freddie, we all know in the first one, Freddie's dead. We I thought it was singing that in the theater. Yeah. Um, that's what i said okay so we know freddie gets got in the original he runs out into the street and gets hit by a car which is an accident mm-hmm. in the original film in this one freddie is actually a victim of police brutality yeah um, so a cop sets him up and does that whole get your hands off your gun you know how cops do yeah. like in real fucking life yeah and ends up shooting freddie and his girlfriend one of his girlfriends well, the, only, the only dark-skinned woman in the, the um no, it was like two, but she. Yeah, no, we we'll, yeah, we'll get to that because yeah. that was the problem She's too. Like the only dark that, the, woman that, in the we'll, movie. Yeah, we'll talk about women in a yeah. minute because that was a hot fucking mess. Yes, but um, right. So Freddie and his woman, his other girlfriend, become victims of police brutality. This cop shoots them in the car, um, sets them up, and then of course he's on leave, desk leave, yes. as he is, you know, selling yeah. drugs and doing all type of other shit. And in the end of the film, he gets his ass beat by superfly this is of yes. course after his white counterpart not his white counterpart the the woman who had also been a bad cop or whatever goes Kid. down yeah, and then that. right he beats up this white cop i love that scene when he beats up that cop i thought it was great i would have liked for more cops to go down that's what i needed that's I need what i wanted more i wanted cops more to cops go to down. go down let it be a bigger a bigger sting i actually wanted that officer murdered that murdered freddie mm-hmm. um because die I think it's supposed to be implied that he beats him to death, kind of, right? I no? didn't. I didn't get that. Not that. with that perm. Not with, <laughs> not with that. <laughs> yeah, That's no. not what I got from it. I didn't get that. Okay. And then for me, it made me think of like I don't, you know, black people always being the better person. And oh, and leaving somebody alive. Person. Like I'm not gonna be as I bad as you. I did this to you. Like right. no, like just fucking kill him. Yeah. You about to get on a boat and go somewhere anyway. That's true. Maybe he beat him and then he goes to lock up like like the white lady does or something. No, I want him to die. 
Yeah, me too. Me yeah, too. He's done. But um, it was a gratuitous beating, and I did enjoy that, and I did scream along with it. This is the thing about screaming at the movies. Me and my bass started laughing. That's good. That's good. Um, laughing, screaming, all that we stuff. We laughed a lot. That's great. The thing <laughs> about it when you go to a black theater is that after screaming throughout the movie, yeah. mm-hmm. you know when it's over, it's going to be an auntie or uncle that's going to be like, you was enjoying yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like when you're screaming and having a good time at a black movie with other black people instead of like when you leave with white folks and they give you the side eye. So oh. I appreciated the high fives that I received from mm-hmm. other black people who were also enjoying themselves, screaming and laughing and carrying on in the theater. So that was good. I never leave with people. I always sit for a little while in the theater. So I don't, I never know. I never uh, get the side eye. Yeah, I yeah. sat down. Yeah, me and we sat. But I saw the movie at Magic Johnson's Theater. Oh, that's where I was. They rushed us out of there. Like, really? <laughs> not really, but like, it? as soon as it, it was the last showing, but it stopped and they sped the. Um, <gasps> That shit. Get out of here. Wow. They spent the credits. I was like, well, damn. That's very black. I know it's Sunday, but <laughs> shit. Like, no, we're trying to get out of here. Where did you see it? I saw it uh, in Long Island. Oh, do they have theaters with black people there? I don't know what goes on I in that just, town. I saw it. And Hempstead? <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, were you allowed? People, were Hempstead? you allowed? It was Franklin Square. Okay, what goes on over there? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> okay. I, I got a car now, so I just explored. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's nice. Got that car. There was, was a lot of black people behind the counter. Okay. There was uh, <laughs> naturally another black couple that saw the movie with me. Mm-hmm. It was a three. Was your theater empty? Yes, but Mine it was, was three. Mine was also. It was three something in the afternoon on a weekday. Okay. All right. So um, um, I saw mine on a late night Sunday. It was mm. empty. This one black fellow brought his white woman date. Which was interesting. Oh, okay, they could do that, but um, it was just like interesting. Was she screaming at this the theater like oh, me? She, no, beat that white man's ass. She was quiet, but when a white woman came on the screen, I was like, "Oh, white feminist." Uh huh. I know she heard me because she was sitting in front of me. That's funny. Whatever. That was another thing that annoyed us too. With all this space, why are y'all sitting in front of us? But whatever. That's we all like dead in the middle or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe that's why. Don't sit in front of us. Both. No, it's not cool. Both. It's not cool. It's other places Big to theater. go. Other places to be. Word. Oh, so I brought up the beating of the cop because I was thinking, do we still need movies like this? Right. So black exploitation, mm-hmm. you get over, you get over on the white man. Yeah. So in this, I felt like I needed to see this guy beat this white cop's ass. I needed it. I enjoyed it. It made me laugh. It made me scream. I clapped and all that shit or whatever. And I think that that, based on our current reality right now. Um, is something that people like me can still get a kick out of. And I would, like I said, I would have liked to see more white cops get taken down. And I would have liked to maybe see a better story or plot or writing yeah, or depth. It was, that's that's what the movie was lacking, depth. Everything yeah. was really surface, mm-hmm. like incredibly mm-hmm. surface. Mm-hmm. Especially, uh, I don't know, but the cop scene, eh, I could take it or leave it. You didn't enjoy watching him beat that white cop? Eh. I want him to die. I don't even think he died. Mm. He, he may beat him up. He might bloody him up. But yeah, he killed your friend Freddie, and then it's, it's that murder of Freddie now falls into what a Black Lives Matter conversation would be, and you just like you just beat him up. Mm. Like that's all you do is right. beat him up. Right. Like nah, kill that motherfucker. Mm. Like or expose him. Something, mm-hmm. like something. More yeah exactly there was a way right. i feel like there was a better way or a more current way to like 
really take down do the cops in. and take down the cops there's right. other ways to take down the cops they don't have to just be arrested but if you like fucking expose that they're dirty cops or that this dirty cop also murdered this black man and lie you know like if it was you know something like that mm-hmm. then i would have enjoyed that takedown of the police rather than just like dirty cops they were selling drugs too like we've seen that like mm-hmm. i feel like give us what we actually want to see because we never get to see it right okay i feel like it was a lazy way to give us what we want yeah mm-hmm. I feel yeah like it was so lazy. if we're gonna if they're gonna give us black exploitation which in the end should be about this guy getting over on the man and getting over on the system then we really need to get, get over, over on, on yeah. the man we really need to get over on him and get over on the system exactly it, they have to really give us that shit and yes. don't don't fake it and i feel like part of that was because it's okay in a film to take down the white lady and have her go to jail or whatever it's okay to beat up the white cop who killed your friend and his girl in cold blood it's okay to do all those things but then when you actually start killing cops and doing shit back then people get really scared yeah then it gets to be a problem and then this movie would probably be an issue that people would be protesting and shit like that and they probably wouldn't allow him to actually do that shit now i'm sad because i was so happy in the moment because i was in my element screaming i had been laughing throughout the whole movie or whatever and I just enjoy and also they tricked me because I was thinking after they took after he took down um the his Mexican dealer, mm-hmm. I was like, Okay, is this it? Because you need to take down white people. Like yeah. that's why I'm here. Okay. So if we don't take down white I people, I said that too. I was like, I'm, I'm like, like I'm not just settling for a white presented Latinx person. Right. You need like, to take down <laughs> actual uh Anglo Saxon. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, so I guess I was so excited to see him beating up this white guy. Like, okay, here we go. Oh, now we're doing it. That I forgot that. Oh wow, he actually they didn't really do nothing. Yeah, you could have took it there. Right. He did not take it there. Like, and he was, wasn't. He wasn't the big bad for him. Mm-hmm. Like he wasn't the big villain mm. for everything to culminate with just him getting a beat down. Right. Because even in Superfly, the original the big bad doesn't reveal himself until that last scene because it's always a bigger bad behind the big yeah. bad it's like no there's an actual another evil white guy behind this evil white guy behind that evil which, white which, guy which is kind of how the man was created because right. like, you never really know yeah, yeah. Yeah. it could be any of y'all motherfuckers it could be any and we don't even get that here we just get these are just two bad apples yes and we know the system is not bad apples the system is the apple and the they system were dumb. is the bad apple why and would they, they ask dumb. for a million out of nowhere like, yeah you've like, never done this before yeah. <laughs> it's your first time you're yeah. gonna shake down and do oh Let's you do guys they go to their furniture spot oh you guys really yeah that annoyed me yeah. too i screamed at the i screamed in the theater like you don't gotta let them in like why did yeah. they open the door to, if you a criminal like that you're not opening the door to let these fucking cops in because you know mm-hmm. you don't have to because you don't gotta do that you don't Maybe. gotta warrant out and you can't come in here until it's like vampires. Yeah. Do I advise you in this shit? You ain't supposed to come in this shit if you don't have a warrant. Maybe it's because and they they like open. They just open the shit. I'm like, what type of fucking criminals yeah. are these? That just open the door for these police officers. Mm. It annoyed me. I yelled mm-hmm. at them in the theater. Mm-hmm. Okay. Read your criminal handbook. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> how did you how did you get to the top of the criminal? <laughs> <thing>? <laughs> With these sh- opening doors and shit. <laughs> these shiny <laughs> practices. Oh, God. Open the door, let them in, and then it was like, do you have a warrant? Like, yeah. what? <laughs> You're going to need a lawyer. Duh. Oh, Your lawyer's man. supposed to be in the back room somewhere. <laughs> coming out. Uh, hello, stop right there. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, I'm depressed. You guys ruin everything. <laughs> I was so excited. I was I like, know. beat that white man. I'm so basic. <laughs> beat that white man's ass. I was stomping and clapping. all I care about. I was foaming at the mouth. I, you would have thought I was beating the white cop by the time it was over. I was like, oh. <sighs> I was like, that is, not, that is not enough. I'm but not you're right. Because any also there's several ways that they could have implied that he, he killed him. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like he could have he could have walked away and had somebody else like look like they were about to show up and kill him or something like that. They yeah. could have there could have been more, lots of different ways that that could have been done without inciting some sort of all lives riot. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. All right. <laughs> I liked the polyamory. I thought that was cool. So to talk about women in this film, mm-hmm. um, in the original, Superfly has two girlfriends. He has a black woman and a white woman. Who the white woman is presented as a part of his challenge. So in the initial movie, he's like, you know, I always thought I wanted all these things, and I always thought I wanted a woman like you. He doesn't say a white woman, but we know that that's what he's saying. Yeah. Because this is a sign of like doing well and being a certain type of dude or mm-hmm. whatever, whatever, whatever. And it seems like they don't. The white woman might know about his black girlfriend, but his black woman, I think, is supposed to be his main woman. We don't know if they know about each other, but he's not. It's clear that he's not being like a stand up dude. Yeah. And I feel like in this current one, I did appreciate that he was in what seemed to be a polyamorous relationship. Both women were consenting to it. They had a relationship with one another and they all seemed to have agency and care about each other and want to be wherever they were and weren't being forced necessarily into anything or doing anything. uh So I thought that that was pretty cool. That being said, there was definitely some colorism popping off. Colorism out the, yo, I was like, I was with my friend. I'm like, babe, I didn't see a dark skin girl yet. And we were like, well into the movie mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so like. yeah so his girlfriends are one is a light-skinned black american woman and the other is i would say a damn near white presenting mm-hmm. latinx, latinx woman. woman she's like dark and you know whatever like dark and dark hair brown whatever just dark hair basically i guess yeah, that's, that, it. that's it um but yeah but she's she's white presenting latinx so though both of those women were both presented as intelligent they passed so in this film this film i guess passes the bechdel test so for anybody who doesn't know what that is it's a method for evaluating the portrayal of women in fiction i've got this from wikipedia it asks whether a work features at least two women who talk to each other about something other than a man and then sometimes the requirement is that the two women must be named like you need to know like okay do they have a, a name? name are they an yeah. actual character in this film so it was interesting because one of the er, the first scene where we meet these two women they do talk to each other and they're talking about one another and talking yeah. about um, i'm concerned for your safety and this that or whatever and not talking about priest or any other yeah. name so i thought that that was really cool and throughout the we, film, didn't, we didn't even know they were connected to priest yet in that right yeah. right we know that it looks like they may be a couple dating one another and the woman even though the latinx woman even though she comes off as a bottle a bottle girl which is fine nothing wrong with that but we also learn that she is kind of in charge and running a lot of things that are happening in this club and managing the other women and And even and kissing everybody she was kissing everybody and kissing everybody that annoyed me i had a moment like that in my life and even when gross (laughs) even when she is managing the other women in the club the way that she speaks to them and the way that they respond to her because i feel like sometimes in these films they like to present okay this is the one smart bad bitch yeah and everybody else 
else who she talks to is a dumb bitch mm-hmm. and they need this bad bitch. Kind of like exception. a madam. She's like the madam. Right. She's the one who runs all the bitches. And everybody and is dumb. Every and other bitch is dumb yeah. and whack and a loser. But even in the club when she was talking to other women, she's like, listen, work this area and get him for this. Make sure they spend this or whatever. And the other woman is like, okay, cool. I'm on it kind of yeah. thing. So everybody in that space seemed to be intelligent and on top of what they were doing. So I appreciated that. Again, these are all light-skinned women. Yeah. Until we get into the spaces where um, the men were kind of hanging out. And in there, in any scene where all the drug dealers were together, there was like a party at Priest's house and he was celebrating some shit. There were dark-skinned women there. And this is the space in which it was okay for them to be bitches and like fighting yeah, with one another brother. and all of the things that we but when ratchetness was allowed yes that's when all of a sudden melanin started then to it's dark skin collect. women yeah. right right mm-hmm. right yeah, the person totally. somebody sets up freddie's girl number one girlfriend sets him up to be killed um she is a darker skinned woman yes. his number two girlfriend is darker than that, that woman one, or whatever yeah. So everybody who was all the problematic women who were like ratchet or what you might call a well they they could all be Instagram models but the the women that we know that niggas talk about as yeah. being a problem they was were them. all dark skinned and women. then they also fed that narrative of women being the downfall of the operation it's always like yes. the woman who kind of like oh I built this whole empire right. and then you fuck with the wrong bitch and then all of that shit disappears mm-hmm. it's just fed into that which yeah. is just like even right cause even when Freddie gets caught out there he tells his woman uh, okay so I'm gonna I, we know that we don't use this terminology here and we don't believe in it but yeah. I don't know how else to say this without it being clear so she's his side bitch or his side piece mm-hmm. we don't believe in that on CNJ yeah, every woman is their own woman yep. And Whoever sometimes you, you just want that, a, a lover part time. Yeah, you it's don't not fucking commit. Right, 100%. that was clearly his girlfriend. Yeah, regardless to yeah, what it was, exactly. he had a, a wife, perhaps, and a fucking girlfriend, girlfriend or two fucking girlfriends, yes. whatever the case may be. But this is the this is the way in which she it's was portrayed in, in the, the film. film. It was like, okay, this is my dumb bitch side piece, yeah. pretty much, mm-hmm. because when they get pulled over by the cops, he says to her, okay, don't say nothing. She fucking speaks. S- says everything. Everything that he she she asks he asks her not to do, she does and ends up being what you said, the downfall. downfall. Meanwhile, his wife or main chick is setting him up to be killed because she's the, a woman scorned. Yeah. The other downfall. Yeah. Um so this was ugh. I wanna bring back the side piece mm-hmm. and the main girl, I guess, okay. is what we'll say for now. Um Should we say his no, we'll we'll keep it as that. We can't, um, we can't say really because we weren't clear. Yeah, right. When exactly. she first came on the set, she, she said uh, something to the effect like, uh, I'm, "I didn't mean to cut you off," mm-hmm. but she said something to the effect of, um, uh, "You got this one all up in our business." Mm-hmm. So that right there, just that connotation of, oh our business so mm. that's somebody that is aware of the business deal right and yeah. we don't but we don't know if that's his wife though we right? don't know we if that's yeah, his exactly. wife but she's okay. definitely a confidant mm-hmm. somebody who's aware of things right not, yeah. not, i don't no, know no, if that no, was no, where he was going okay. mm-hmm. but the thing that irked me there was a scene where the two women began fighting yeah and over him over him mm-hmm. and freddie just kind of just like stands back and Laugh. lets them fight and laughs and, they, I, and they all laugh everyone yeah. there laughs um which made me angry so for me that just let me know i guess that affirmed for me that 
the woman that you would assume is his main in quotations is not really that important to him either because how, right. how do you let them right. just fight like yeah. that and right. you just stand back and laugh and he doesn't go with someone else that's the other thing the one who's supposed to be his main some another guy someone grabs, grabs her, her and, and pulls, pulls her, her off and then pulls her away yes. when if we're gonna go by uh there are no side chick main chick rules because that's see that's the thing there are no rules yeah. people like to pretend that there are yeah, right but if there were rules which there are not he would go with his main chick and, yes. and make sure that she was, she was okay. okay but How there did, are no rules it, it wouldn't this. even get to a fight but in, even, this is the thing even in real life right because this type of shit happens in real life there are no rules to that mm-hmm. when you're living in a world where side chicks and main chicks exist and you are in one of these positions when you are you are either acknowledged as the girlfriend or not and you believing in these rules this is the type of shit that happens yeah. and this is why bitches be mad and upset because it's like no you supposed to i'm the main chick i'm yeah. the side chick i'm the this you supposed to, to, this. You're supposed to... I mean. like, no. no if we were all respecting everybody none of this would happen you could you can be in a relationship with somebody who's seeing somebody else and still be respected or I still be do, I you do know it often do yeah. it all the time yeah, yeah. so yeah. like ugh yeah yeah hmm. so yeah so that disturbed me because i think and that it doesn't mean that that type of relationship or those type of things don't exist or happen but i think the element of colorism that was there because they showed multi-dimensional women they showed different types of women they showed a range of women mm-hmm. but it was still very much defined by okay a classy and smart woman, woman is a light-skinned, light-skinned woman, woman. Uh, uh, or a, a non-black woman yes and within the realm of ratchetness dark skin women yeah. brown skin women so that was disturbing yeah to me. that was disturbing for me too i didn't even really pick up on it like that mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. now that y'all um picked up on it i did see that mm-hmm. yeah or anytime any kind of debauchery was going on that's when the dark skin girls was on the set yeah, yeah. but yeah. when it came time to look nice Mm-hmm. You know, and be eye candy and, and yeah. look opulent and yep. everything. It was have the light skin one. Have the intelligence to sell, you know, expensive expensive paintings yes, and things like that. Because yeah. she had her own business. Uh, priest's girlfriend the one who didn't work in the club she had a, both of them were in charge but she mm-hmm. had her own like art, art gallery gallery and was funded selling with shit yeah, money. yeah. Mm-hmm. but yeah yeah so that was a little bit disturbing but it is it's disturbing period but it is an improvement i guess to the way the three other films that we've watched and been talking about have portrayed women, women in the past yeah um so we could just get over this colorism hump maybe we could get somewhere also i was curious and i guess not it's a it's a a, you know good old boys club everywhere in every industry but i was like ain't no like women pushing drugs you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like it's no because they had this party with a bunch of different drug dealers or whatever yeah not one there of are. any variety that yeah, seems I weird agree. yeah i totally agree with that you. seems strange yeah. i they, feel like they usually they do usually like to throw one at least one in the mix somebody first yeah. lady of the game mm-hmm. yeah something yeah. something yeah. so i found that a little bit um i found that to be a little bit strange yeah i agree that was strange want to yeah. know what else was strange to me what that threesome <laughs> Okay, so thank God. So I watched the movie with my homegirl Tiffany. Hey Tiffany, yay. I usually go to the movies by myself, so that was nice to have a friend there. Mm-hmm. Um we were able to talk and laugh. I needed that. I needed to be able to talk and laugh about this ridiculous film. Um but I had to pee, because I always have to pee. So I went right before the sex scene and then I came back and they were like eating dinner or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I missed that whole thing. So You know what what's was, funny? I, I feel like that's how you will miss the threesome in real life. Like yo, you gotta go to the bathroom. You're absolutely you right. You come back, oh, the sex is Oh, done? y'all done? Okay. okay. What are we eating? 
<laughs> dessert cool bet you staying i'm staying what how we okay <laughs> you driving i need to ride tell us about the threesome i could have done about that threesome it was stupid was it good was it a good no sexy? it was not marcus is shaking his head no it was not as the man on set no, no not at all really zero sex appeal that didn't even make it jump a, <laughs> a teeny bit. Not even a teeny it tiny was bit. Not, it was not. And it wasn't. It didn't make sense. And it's predictable, too. Okay. Like when the Spanish girl came in, I knew he's going to turn her around. Yeah. I knew it. Was, yeah. Really? I knew it. Why? I don't know. I, don't know. I think okay. be, just because, be, maybe because you could kind of tell the dynamic. <clears throat> yeah, of who was. What the 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 pecking order? Right. Yeah, far exactly. As the relationship mm-hmm. goes yeah, with priest and the two ladies. Right. Yes. Uh, it was clear that the black one, uh, the black, you know, the light skinned one. Yeah, they mm-hmm. probably were together and brought the other girl in. Right. Yes, like because yeah. you know they they are clearly the brains, uh, the planners. I think, mm-hmm. and um, you know the 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 Latina. She comes in and. You know she, uh, you know she 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 she's uh, what do you call it uh, included and involved in shit. Yeah, yeah, she's mm-hmm. playing her part. She's PYP and she's playing her position. <laughs> 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 you know, but um, she's clearly. I don't think she's clearly on the level that Priest and Georgia mm-hmm. is her name. Yeah, I don't remember her name. Georgia, yeah, Georgia clearly okay. not on the level that they them two are. And so I say that to say, as the sex scene goes. Th- their interaction was very like you know he picked her up you know his face yeah it was face it was like real, it was wall. more romantic okay and with him, with, him right. with the other one was more like they was fucking yeah um, yeah but then it was just like stuff that didn't make sense um i have threesome experience so it was just like this stuff that just didn't make sense so mm-hmm. it was like a part where he was fucking the other girl and then the girl is behind his back like uh-huh. rubbing his back like no wow. bitch there's other things to do yeah yeah yeah, yeah. why are you like behind him rubbing his back this that makes no optics, perhaps this makes no so. fucking yeah. sense and then he we laid on the the shower floor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your face is so disgusted by that. He laid on the shower floor and one of them was riding him and another one was sitting on his face. Okay. Um, but they weren't act- they were actually just sitting just still. Sitting they were just still. sitting still. Uh, <laughs> it was just slow motion. Everything was slow motion. Slow motion. motion. Was that was the like, thing. This too. is way too long. Then mm-hmm. yeah, that's why I felt it was way too long. Um and then the interaction between the women were like it was late in the game and it was just like because at first I'm like this is not a, to me this is not a threesome he's fucking both of them okay and then it didn't seem like a threesome because they didn't interact until like way later in this scene mm. so now finally we see them kissing or whatever mm-hmm. um and then we do then we see that scene where one of them is riding him and one of them is whatever so I was like mm-hmm. it wasn't even a threesome to me to the very very end because he was just fucking each of them mm-hmm. taking turns yeah rather than it being it's a three people cohesive like right. three of us are having sex together thing mm-hmm. so i just need to know who mm-hmm. choreographed that threesome yeah. interesting like hire some people who know mm-hmm. with that kind of like, it was it was bad it was mm-hmm. so bad i thought maybe we would kind of get a piece or a peek into their dynamic and how they got how they 
are a cohesive unit mm. if yeah. i was to see mm. them mm-hmm. you know maybe they're just very maybe they're just very in tune sexually or something maybe mm-hmm. that's how they've they, they've come but i was like yeah nah, i didn't like, see it yeah y'all sexy they popping yeah, so what y'all just nah. getting money y'all just, just <laughs> <laughs> you were trying to understand why they were a polyamorous couple i didn't get it i never got the answers okay. at all mm. like it was it was, it was so weird. I missed that whole scene and I just was like well they seem to love each other so yeah and then even when like when you explain in polyamory like their triad seemed like Priest and Georgia had a girlfriend yes. not like they're all, all three, three equally right. in this triad space so for mm-hmm. me it was like this is whack. But aren't there <laughs> aren't there relationships that are like yeah, that's that? something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, when I think of a me personally, when I think of a triad, I think of like these three people in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Other than rather than a couple who has a girlfriend, I don't know. But mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. I would have liked to see uh, her and the Latina come to him with something together. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It always seemed like what, it was titties? Priest and Georgia. <laughs> it always seemed like Priest and Georgia was the ones coming up with the plan and, and then they, they let her, hug. they fill her in. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's how I saw it too. I would have liked to see Georgia and the young lady come to him with a plan like, yo, all right, we're going to do it like this. And he was like, all right, well, if y'all worked everything out, I would have liked yeah, to see mm-hmm. like, I agree. you know, y'all? then I would have been like, oh, okay, all right, so they do their thing too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, mm-hmm. yeah, like for me, when it came to their coupling, even though like I agree with all those things, everyone had agency, blah, 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 yeah. blah it didn't seem like everyone had equal ring, mm-hmm. equal mm-hmm. ranking in that space or whatever. Right. So right. like for me, it was just like, mm. I felt like the piece of that like what Marcus was saying about um, potentially those two coming up with a plan. I think their unity a little bit amongst the women was supposed to be when they were talking about what they need to do, whether they need to leave or stay or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's like, they're, they're both kind of talking at him. I guess maybe they weren't in unison, but they're talking to him about what needs to be done. And he's like, could y'all just shut up? And they're like quiet for a second. And then they start back yelling at him again. And he's like, no, y'all are right. Y'all are right. I guess they were, I saw some unity there, but they really weren't agreeing with one another. They were just unified in telling him, telling okay, him what this is what, what we do. need to do. Yeah. Right. But they were both two different things. So yeah. that's true. That's interesting. Oh, how do we feel about the Confederate monument being destroyed? <laughs> it was... Uh, it was just so obvious. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. Uh, I was oh, screaming, of course, I'm basic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 basic. I was like, knock that. that statue down. Uh-huh. Tear it off the ground. <laughs> Set it on fire. Yeah, no, I, I enjoyed that. But yeah, I was being trolled. You're right. Yeah, that's how I felt. Yeah. Like, it was just like, there's no, there was no context. Like, there was mm. nothing in there about these things these very important things especially mm. if you're living in the south there was no mention of that and mm-hmm. then i just see a it, I, that's why i just feel like this was not deep like everything was mad surface like look mm-hmm. at this fall like look, look be, 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 I it was, it I was mean, just so it was just basic for me as, as having gone to school in nashville tennessee that particular it was very basic but to me it was like a given that that could easily be like right around the corner like right like you're minding because that's how it'd it be in nashville you're minding your fucking business you're driving down the highway and then there's a huge fucking confederate monument and you're just going like to your friend's house you know what i'm saying so like it didn't it didn't seem i did feel like i was being trolled and i enjoyed it 
but it didn't seem to be like such an out of the place out of place thing because i remember that i'm supposed to be in atlanta and this could i didn't think it was i didn't think it was out of place it was Mm -hmm. just they were clearly making a statement but it was a conversation we never had so it was just like right right uh, okay okay girl Mm -hmm. (laughs) you want to knock it down okay you know it was just Mm -hmm. we never had this conversation and then you make this statement it just seems incomplete Mm -hmm. to me if anybody who didn't see it that's uh during one of the car chases a car crashes into a confederate monument and the monument falls down. falls down and why it had to be my man in the lambo that had to knock down the confederate flag because of, oh why death. did <laughs> like why did, oh why did a black man have to die to knock down the confederate yeah is that what you're saying yeah, yeah. why couldn't it just come fall down the right. Exactly. Right. why right. you have exactly. to go up in the flames mm-hmm. in his white lambo that that's he right earned. Mm-hmm. that's right <laughs> I love how you're sympathizing with the villain. One of the, one of the black villain. He was a black man, though. You're right. That's right. right. Yeah. Well, Q. Your lines are clearly drawn. Yes, Q. You remember his name? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have to die for that. Yeah. No, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I agree. I agree. Good points. Queen, you said you liked the car chase. You had any points about that? No, I just like. It. <laughs> I, that was clearly a commercial too. Yeah, that was. Was a Lexus. Commercial? Yeah. yeah, the Lexus. Yo, okay, you know what? I was thinking that too. <laughs> we was watching the same movie, so <laughs> I was looking. So I was watching. I was clapping and screaming, stomping <laughs> at a different movie. Up. Okay, I'm watching it, and I'm like, I ain't never seen a Lexus in a car chase. Like, mm-hmm. what is happening here? You know, when I, a Lexus? I, I figured it out once he uh, did something on the wheel. He hit like some kind of button on mm-hmm. the wheel, and then the Lexus just said, I <laughs> never. I'm like, what is a Lexus? Like, this is away from the Lambo, like, and I was like, wait a minute. Like, oh, I was like, gosh. and I don't know things about cars. So I was like, I didn't know that was a sports car. Like, what? What is? I've just never seen a Lexus in a car chase ever <laughs> in my life, mm-hmm. ever. And then there was a, a part where like it went slow, and the thing skidded. It was like. And like the Lambo was eating his dust, and I was like, "This is clearly yeah." Lexus yeah. must have gave them yeah. a boatload. They must have because I just, a boatload. That's of money. the thing too. And then it's like, yes, Lex Lexuses are luxury cars, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. But it's not the car that we brag about anymore in hip hop songs yeah, and stuff. No, so not. I was just like, "What is this Lexus doing here? Whose dad's car is this?" Yeah. <laughs> it didn't even look good. It was like no. a girl that worked at the hospital, <laughs> <laughs> like a nurse. <laughs> Like, it was definitely a student's car. That was a student, a student whip. Oh, my God. A student whip. You run oh Atlanta. Gosh. You run into all the new oh Atlanta. Oh, God. So uh-huh. The only reason I enjoyed the car chase is because I don't see black drug movies where they do car chases. Um, I don't see that often. Mm-hmm. So, it was like, okay, we got a car. Look at us for the, the car chase, you know? So Migos got better cars than that. True. Yeah, agreed. True. True, and it should have been this movie. Where Migos? Where from? were the Migos? I, I don't. It was no. That's the thing too. There was no. Well, I don't be know who rappers are, but I don't mm-hmm. notice. I didn't notice any Atlanta. Well, rappers. Rick Ross was in it. Isn't he's Q? not from Atlanta. He's from Miami. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Isn't Q a rapper of some kind? He's a CEO of a record label. Is he from Atlanta? Yeah. Okay. Okay, that's good. Okay. That's good. But I felt like you know how back in our day when we had movies in cities and stuff, you would see people from those places. Like mm-hmm. remember, you would have rappers. Remember how rappers used to just be showing up in movies? Yeah, yeah. Like just to say what up and just keep walking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> None of that. That was a like a great time for them to do that, especially since Atlanta and yeah, hip hop so is like many this. Yeah. How Atlanta, do you yeah. not have the people in the movie? That's true. 
soundtrack was good. The music was mm-hmm. good. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, they definitely should have had some more Atlanta representatives. Mm-hmm. Like they had that whole strip club scene. They could have had somebody performing. Yeah, right. so much they could have did. Right. They did nobody it. perform in this movie? Uh, nope. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. Wow. I thought the Snow Patrol guys was a bitch, <laughs> but then they was the gangsters. Right. <laughs> I don't why do they call themselves the Snow Patrol too? Because, because that was to be that reminds me of a like a cartoon, some like Paw Patrol, like uh-huh. what? It was supposed to, I think. It's supposed to be silly and ridiculous. They were wearing outfits the whole time I'm looking at them, like they remind me of the Golden Lords Let from me Media Man. When Eddie it's showed up in that white, I started dying laughing. I was like, This this is why I'm here. White <laughs> for ridiculous it. foolishness. White crocodile. This is why um here okay did we cover everything i feel like we did marcus you have anything left i don't think i do i think we touched on everything about so do we need movies like this we need not this one right (laughs) (laughs) not this one i think that there was i think this movie I think this movie can exist, mm-hmm. but I feel that it needs depth. I feel like we've had too many of these kinds of movies right. to be here in 2018 and do something surface level mm-hmm. that they did. Like, no, like mm-hmm. we've we've had deeper movies in the past. We've had more context and better storytelling in the past mm-hmm. that this is just like you on. weren't excited by him using cryptocurrency. No, that didn't excite I donn't me. even understand that shit. Right. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> What? Right. And that, is, that was right. crazy too. He did a whole transfer, thirty-three million. And he said, "All right." <laughs> Put the phone back in his pocket. That's, I, that's what we're supposed to make it cool, I guess. Yeah, oh, I didn't. One thing that I didn't get. It, I noticed either. is that all their money bags are like really nice bags. Oh yeah. Really yeah. Nice the cop said it. Cop said it. Nice yeah. bag. You know what's nice funny? Because I even said I was like, oh, that's a nice mm-hmm. bag, and then he said, nice bag. I was like, that's oh, see, funny. someone knows. So I guess we've evolved from briefcases. Yeah. Who's purchasing all And now bags. we have leather. Who's purchasing bags? all the coats? It don't matter. Yeah. I'm gonna put if if I have a drug transaction, I'm putting that shit in a fucking H and M reusable bag. So don't <laughs> expect to be getting to keep one of my leather bags. They're gonna can, see the money. They're gonna see the money through the plastic. No, it's a reusable. Oh, the um. Okay, yeah, that's right. That's right. One of those cloth uh, urban outfit is having one of those. Yeah. i had a bunch of those under the sink a in Steve my Madden house bag. yeah i put the money in there i'll staple it shut <laughs> do what you want if you want a leather bag you, you gotta pay for it that's have, the extra stack you have enough money that yeah. you can do without the leather bag yeah if you're walking around with a bag of money mm-hmm. you don't need that leather oh, bag yes. well okay. if i'm what if i'm being shaked if i'm being like shook down for a million bucks you don't get the million and a fucking leather bag out of oh me. yeah that's not what Come i would on. do get that's out of here with that i thought all. that too i thought that was crazy too i was like you just gonna give him that bag <laughs> yeah because it was a really nice right. it was a really nice bag yeah i wonder what kind of bag that was i'm not with it so we need movies like this but they need to have more depth yes that's how mm-hmm. i feel yes mm-hmm. when i was thinking about black panther and like how back in the day Superfly back then to a lot of black folks was what Black Panther was to us like today, like mm-hmm. with all that like black ass energy and him being the man and all that shit. Um, it reminded me that Black Panther is like a fucking like fantasy. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. we have actual like drug dealers in real life. We have actual like um, smart business minded like black folks in like actual reality. Yeah. It would be nice to see a fiction movie and I love Black Panther so I'm not saying i don't want that i want more of that but it would be nice to see a fiction movie that was like based in like reality yeah you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. where 
we get over on them like a fucking a black i would like a well-done black exploitation movie. yeah i would mm-hmm. like more white cops to be taken down on film i would like more subverting of white supremacy because i think that that's the piece of black exploitation that um a lot of new niggas don't understand yeah why it was important because that, that honestly that was me honestly when i when i saw the previews for this i'm like why do i need black exploitation in 2018 yeah. but when i watched the old one and then when i watched the new one and the little bit of joy that i got out of what little he did subvert the system i would love to especially based on this conversation i would love to see more of that actually yeah. happen and i feel like with all of the ills that happen in real life mm-hmm. and all these cops getting off, getting away with murder still, like yeah. they've been doing since 1972, since before then. Yeah, and beyond. <laughs> and beyond, I would like to, we do still need black exploitation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I would like to see that actually well done on screen and these strides these small strides that we made with giving women agency in this film i'd like to see some more of yeah. that without maybe all the colorism that would be nice that would be really nice what do you think you were saying also earlier you felt that maybe we still need this we need it or we don't no i think uh we do need any opportunity for black people to look good on film to look uh to be 10 feet tall on the screen in front of us i think is mm-hmm. a good thing mm-hmm. could it have, could the same effort that was put into this film be put into like maybe a series or something maybe mm-hmm. I, if this was power or empire i was listening to another i was listening to black man can't jump and mm-hmm. they said that this would have actually if all of this had been a netflix series and been, been broken down into yeah. it could have been dope i agree with that yeah very lit. yeah very lit but it's like um i think cinema is just such a finite kind of thing you, you know you go you see something for two hours and then it's done mm-hmm. you know maybe if it was like a series or something you could kind of get away with it being a little bit more style yeah, and, you could know, you, style you, and fluff you and time. substance, you right, know. Right, yeah. right. But mm-hmm. when you're doing something like a film, and you know, it's very easily dissected and very easy to, you know, pinpoint the things that are missing or mm-hmm. that we're not that we're not getting, and especially <clears throat> for it to be a remake of something that is carries such a a, a, a a giant lexicon in black culture mm-hmm. as yeah. Superfly, you can't just Netflix it. Yeah. Because that's what they did. I feel like yeah. they Netflixed Superfly. Right. Yeah. Without Netflixing it. Without Netflixing Which it. is yeah. whack. Really whack. Wow. <sighs> All right. I don't know what to do now. I feel like we fucking did it. <laughs> yeah, okay. We did it. We did it. We talked about white supremacist patriarchal capitalism within the fucking film industry. Yeah. Within fucking the film superfly and why black exploitation is actually important you know because i feel like a lot of people saw the um trailers for this and a lot of people saw the billboards for it in new york and were like what the fuck you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. i know i did when i saw his hair i didn't know what this was i was like what the fuck and then i didn't see because the movie didn't to me it didn't do any black I can never say the word black exploitation. It doesn't do that. Like it's not in those movies. You overtly knew that there was this system mm-hmm. that they were trying to overthrow or trying to work around or trying to whatever. That was not something that was over in this film mm-hmm. at all. It was just, I want to get out the game. Damn, these cops are here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me get rid of them so I can get out the game. Like it, it wasn't, 
in the way in which they were doing it in the 70s where it was like mm-hmm. the man mm-hmm. i'm doing this by means to you know um navigate white supremacy or work around white supremacy like right. that was not overt in that or it was just like get money we getting money we getting money we getting money i want to get out the game oh the cops is here overthrow them be getting money let's be mm-hmm. on this boat now like mm-hmm. yeah so that was not happening right Damn. one thing i did want to um i did want to i thought was an interesting thing is always like uh black movies they seem to always end in like some kind of ribbon cutting because it's about building the community we're not allowed we're not allowed to do shit unless we talk about how we're gonna build the community you know what about the community i want to actually add that i was thinking that when i was watching it it was like when do i see these gangster films that don't have black people where the men the men struggle with what they're doing to their communities and like oh my god i have to get out of the game because i'm destroying like that responsibility that we put on black criminals Mm -hmm. or black gangsters or whatever like we only put it there like that Mm -hmm. responsibility is never anywhere else ever Mm -hmm. in film it's always like what are you doing selling these drugs to your people you know like and it's it's um I was thinking about that while watching the film, how that is always like, like you just said, we has to be about the community. Yeah. Like you're, you're the reason the community is kind of yes. faltering. Not mm-hmm. white supremacy. And yeah, not white supremacy. It's your fault. Yeah. You're the reason. And it's either you're the reason why it's uplifting or, or you're the, the reason, reason why, why it's down, down. In, the, yeah. in, in, in the gutter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I always and and it's interesting that Black Panther kind of ended with a ribbon cutting as well. Yes, come through, cutting come Marcus. Through. <laughs> yeah. So yes. it's like it, you know it, it's um the dynamic of you know the hero of Black Panther mm-hmm. and the anti-hero mm-hmm. of Priest. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Is there some kind of correlation between that? As far as uh, is the hustler. Is the hustler the one that can heal the hood? Is the hero mm-hmm. the one that can heal the hood? Who can heal the hood? <laughs> <laughs> Who is going to heal the hood? Like, you know what I'm I think all of these movies, oh all of these movies all, all have a small element of who's, who's going to heal the, the hood. hood right, yeah. right. Who's going to heal the hood? Because I think that as a people, we kind of don't know who's mm-hmm. going to heal the hood. We don't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we know that we know the th- that we can try. We know that we can unite and we can, you know, organize and we can do the best that we can. But mm-hmm. I think a lot of us, you know, look at, you know, white supremacy and the, the monolith of it as, you know, daunting. Mm-hmm. And it's almost, you know, and cinema, I think, or black cinema kind of gives us a way to, like, oh, well, look, look, we, we cutting a ribbon. We, we, we cutting a ribbon now. Mm-hmm. Look, community center. Mm-hmm. Who knows what can happen from the community <laughs> center? It's a community, community center. Right. Save we, community center community. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, right. <laughs> so it's like, you know, and, and we're, we're always, we're, there's always going to be that hope. Mm-hmm. That heal the hood mm-hmm. hope right, in right, black right. movies. So that's something that, you know, I think is a redeeming quality in Superfly. Mm-hmm. That, um, you know, it's a ribbon cutting. <laughs> it's a ribbon cutting. There's a community but, setup. Yeah. So the, 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 the hood might get healed. It might get healed. Maybe. Maybe. But something else that you said, like it, white supremacy, it is daunting. It's daunting yeah. as fuck. Mm-hmm. And I think the gag is that we can't heal the hood. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think that it also goes to not acknowledging that white supremacy is the problem 
you know what yeah. i'm saying mm-hmm. because it turns into right like you said who's gonna heal the hood we got we gotta fix it it's on us to fix yeah. it and that the solution is just this one thing when the solution is okay we gotta take down the man, the man. we gotta take we, down white like supremacy we, have to we can't that. just cut a ribbon like yeah, motherfuckers to need to be dismantled yeah. and taken down and i think that that's the other thing i think that the larger community of us doesn't understand because we're looking for somebody to heal the hood we're looking for just one person when if you are involved within the movement or paying attention to the Mm -hmm. movement or whatever you know that it's many different people doing a lot of different things that don't show up as this big solution of healing the hood or cutting a ribbon or whatever they show up and they manifest in small wins and small victories that lead up to policy change or law change or a few hoods being healed you know what i'm saying um organizations coming about Mm -hmm. you know black girls who code or things like that that Mm. help us to continue to dismantle white supremacy which is it's great that we're building these institutions for ourselves but we have to realize there are institutions outside that want to destroy those things Mm -hmm. so yeah we can do ribbon cuttings yes we can have a community center but while we're building here there has to be another front where we're fucking they shit up Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like we can't just be let's just wakanda this shit and like bubble Mm -hmm. them out Mm -hmm. and build this shit because that's you know yeah i really can't wakanda i really would have liked some kill some of killmonger's guns to get to the hood i really would mm-hmm. <laughs> just a just a few just a it few. ain't too late no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i feel you yeah i feel you yeah i enjoyed this yeah i did too it was cool thanks for cool. watching these movies with me yo i appreciate it yeah. thank you thank you marcus for coming and not being toxic trash no no y'all y'all <laughs> gathered me a couple you. times i know i was there <laughs> i put my indicator on so y'all, got me, y'all got me together real quick <laughs> That's cool, i like it yeah so okay so we did a show yes we did a motherfucking show be sure to follow us on the social media. Yes. Um, that is at T with QJ on Twitter and Instagram. We're also on Facebook and Tumblr. Just search for T with Queen and J. Um, send us T mail, T with Queen and J at gmail.com. You could donate to us. Go to our website, T with Queen and J dot com. Hit that donate tab and put some money in a collection plate. Make sure you subscribe, 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 subscribe. So wherever you listen to us, press subscribe Mm -hmm. press follow Mm -hmm. however that thing works press that shit let's make that shit you know permanent for sure you can follow us individually i'm at janicia f the f is for savings at j-a-n-i-c-i-a-f who are you i am at the queen speaks on instagram and twitter and i have an underscore after that because there's a bitch in the world who has the queen speaks She's a fucking egg. All right. Cousin Le- Marcus, do you want us to find you anywhere? At uh at Tracks Arts is uh I need to change it. Um at underscore T R A X X A R T underscore. That's right. And if you're on Twitter and you happen to be up at uh two or three AM, every now and then you're up at random I, hours. Yeah, right? I, Ranting. I, yes, every now and again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um what am I on Twitter? Oh, at Hollaback Tracks, right. maybe? Holla, yeah. like Holla like Bread, bread. Chala. Holla. Yeah. Chala. Mm-hmm. Chala Back. That is some New York Tracks. shit. Tracks. Okay. T-R-A-X. Okay. All right. Cool. We'll put that shit in the show notes. Like we said, I will be at WinCon this Saturday. 
it's running from 10 to 6 p.m i'll put the link to that in the show notes and our panel journalism and pop culture is going off at 12 15 p.m be there or be square queen what you doing remember to come to sex trivia bk that'll be at star bar star bar july 5th Damn. 6 to 10 free event you just have to rsvp um because we just want to know how many gifts we allocate so please rsvp if you just show up you might not get nothing okay all right all right cool beans black lives matter Say her name. name. Stop killing trans women. Stop killing trans women. All Black Lives Matter. Hashtag Team with QJ. Mm -hmm. Hashtag Pod and Live NYC. Hashtag Juneteenth forever. Yes. Hashtag Black Panther so lit. Mm -hmm. Hashtag Superfly. We could do that. Yeah, we could do that. What you got? You got hashtags for us? Hashtag Black Excellence question mark. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Hashtag Disability too white. Hashtag Chat. Hashtag maybe he doesn't hit you. Hashtag film dis. Hashtag Oscars so white or too white? I don't remember. One I of those. So white. Oscars so white. Okay. Hashtag Marsha's Plate. Hashtag Inner Whole Uprising. Hashtag Unpack BG. Hashtag Queer Walk. Yeah, those are podcasts, homies. All right. And um, okay. We did bye. the show. Yeah. Smooches. There's something dangerous about priests as an idea. To tell the truth is a dangerous thing. You upset an awful the man has blame but the responsibility for his actions does not belong within the black community it belongs outside of the black community it makes no difference what color they are we're talking about the thousands and thousands of black hustlers there are we're talking about uh, crooked police we're talking about moral decadence we're talking about like it is in the street I think it's up for grabs what is heroic to the black community. What Superfly does, I think it provides a measure of hope in some lives that, believe me, do not get any spiritual enlightenment from Doris Day Show or, you know, the Julia Show. Black people that I've come in contact with, they take a personal pride in my role in the film. Uh, They feel, there seems to be a general feeling that they have advanced somehow. My success is indeed a success for my people.